It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, what is going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I am not sure what I just saw. I don't know what we just watched, what we witnessed. It was incredible. The Pittsburgh Steelers come back from 24-7 down to beat the Indianapolis Colts 28-24 in Week 16 at Heinz Field. Maybe, I think it was, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, was that not the largest comeback victory for the Steelers in the Mike Tomlin era? I, I think I saw that somewhere. Huge win. The Steelers clinched the AFC North. It was the best Christmas gift I could have gotten. Philip Rivers gets sent home crying. I hope they don't make the playoffs. I hate that guy. And <laughs> on top of all that, it's like the Steelers have some signs of life. It's almost like they're are, are they back? I don't know. Brian, Anthony Davis, our podcast producer. What's up, Brian? How are you doing? Bear with me, guys. Oh boy. <laughs> all right. I'm awake. And that was a hard slap. I just had to make sure that I was not dreaming because this is not the Steelers that I've watched in most of December. So I am feeling pretty good on the anniversary of greatness. And we'll talk about that more later. But yes, I'm feeling awesome. My face hurts, but my face hurt when I accidentally got punched in the face during the AFC Championship game in 2008, when <laughs> accidentally we, we'll see, but when Troy Polamalu caught that that big touchdown, that big interception for the touchdown, so I had to do that. I got to tell you, woo! And thank goodness. All right, Dave Schofield, the other co-editor. What's going on, Dave? I, I tell you what, Brian. Brian's face hurts because people saw him, and people's 
<laughs> usually hurt when they see my face. But anyway, <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Um, I it was very interesting. I don't know about the rest of you all that may may or may not have been able to get the game in your area. It was kind of ridiculous how it was around here. But uh, um, we're a little, running a little bit late because it's my fault. I had to do some traveling in order to make sure I witnessed this game. But I don't think I'm ever going to be allowed to witness or to watch another game in another location because Dave was um, at my house. He came to my house to watch the game. I don't know why you don't say it, Dave. He came to my I house. I was waiting for you to say it. No, but it, but I've I, I've been at Jeff's house twice to watch games this season, and it was the last two victories the Steelers had: Jacksonville and the Colts. But man, tail of two halves for for kind of both teams. I guess we'll break it down. I don't we have to break, break it down. It down. This we is great. I'm just so I'm. Uh, people want me to slap myself. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to break my glasses again, like I did the last Go podcast. Ahead, Hold on a second, quick, honey. Did we get an invitation from the Hartmans to come over to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did. I didn't either. I just showed up and said, "Let me game." like Brian's birthday party last year. Anyways, let's go to Steve. <laughs> you were invited. Steve the dog eighty eight gives us two dollars. Who finally gave Ben a shot in the butt in the second half? Big Ben in the second oh, half. Heard of Big Ben in the first half was absolutely night and day. We'll get into that today. Varus Lovett gives us four ninety nines. His nice freaking win. Big Ben finally didn't look. Uh, I don't know what the emoji that's old. is. That's an old man. Uh, okay, very good. Didn't look old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. X Eddie B gives us two Canuck bucks. He says, are we back to heart attack wins? I don't care if they're heart attack wins at this point. I'll take heart attack wins over what we've seen the last three weeks. Leo C gives us four ninety nine. He said, first half was painful. Benny, where are your jets? Tomlin call timeout. Ben <laughs> question mark. Second half long ball, really the key to open up the rest of the offense. It's always been the key to the rest of the offense. In my opinion. They haven't, they have to be able to have the threat, the vertical threat. And they did that. They did that. But I want to go through uh, some knee jerk stuff. Um, I, I do want to say that, you know, I pulled out all the stops for this game. I really did. I, I, my jersey, if you notice, this is not the, the usual crest that you see on the uniforms. I went back to my, my old school Reebok authentic jersey. I'm a superstitious guy. Okay. First and foremost. So I had worn the same Nike jersey, Roethlisberger at home because I wear the black one there at home and I wear the white one there away. And I was like, you know what? The Steelers, we need a, we need a jump start here. And I, I know I'm not the only superstitious guy because Alan Fanica put out on Twitter. He goes, I'm not saying it was my, I did it, but I did change seats at halftime. So what's all I'm going to say? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure I'm not the only person out there that did something different, but I did rock the 2005, 2006 authentic Reebok. And this sucker's not coming off anymore because the next time they play at home, we'll be in the playoffs. Brian, did you do anything special? Yeah, I got to tell you, I did not shower before the game. Oh. So at halftime, I showered and I missed uh, I missed the uh, the first Colts drive. And I came back and I'm like, not. Nah. So I went back and I watched it, but I made sure I put on my jersey and this Super Bowl 40 shirt that I've been wearing uh, for most of their wins. But I put on this jersey, a new one, Ooh. number 85. And he caught a touchdown pass. So I think me cleaning up, and uh, was uh, was really what needed to happen. So uh, a fresh bad helped the Steelers win. Dave, I don't think you did anything different, right? You were just pretty much status status quo. You had your color rush 
Hayward, nothing new, nothing different. There you, you go. You know what? I did the exact I did almost the exact same routine from the last time I came to the Jefferson house to watch a game. I mean, seriously, I did almost everything exactly the same. I even had I I last time I even had to make one quick stop to drop off something. I didn't even really need to do that and I did the same thing anyway. Went over, Jeff had me sitting in the exact same chair. Yep. I did not anything they offered me to eat, I said no because I said no to everything <laughs> last time. And and what do you? And I'm like, God, oh, this isn't working. I mean, this is terrible. It's 24 seven. And then it was time to start to believe. There you go. Um, real quick, Kyle Smith gets it. Gives us five dollars. Said today is a glorious day. I argued that the TikToks weren't a big deal, but Juju had his most yards after he stopped with the logos. Corvette, Corvette. I didn't. What is that Corvette, Corvette about? I, I honestly saw the Bengals tweeting about that. I don't know. I, I I haven't heard that. So if anyone sees that in the live chat, let me know what that's about. I don't know either. Dave, well, uh, no clue. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> really, I would know. Man, my melanated yeah. scope gives us a dollar ninety nine. Says the largest of Benjamins. Big Ben coming back in a big way. William Hall, five dollar tip. Appreciate it. He said, if we could put it all together, we can win the Super Bowl. Absolutely. If they, and you know, something Mike Tomlin talked about in his post game press conference, he would not address whether the Steelers will rest any players next week in Week Seventeen against Cleveland in Cleveland. But he said he's anxious to get some players back. I'm wondering if a player like Robert Spillane or maybe even um, a Matt Filer might be uh, on the mend and, and ready to be coming back for the postseason. Fingers crossed on that. Uh, Aaron Cummins gives us $5. Where was that offense in the second half of the prior three games? These Four are games. honest. <laughs> yeah. These Honestly. are honest. I got to be honest. Like, did, I get a lot of you know mentions on Twitter. People ask me questions a lot. I get that question more than anything else, and it it literally – I have no answers. I have no answers whatsoever, and, and it boggles my mind. And Jeremy Smith helps us out, 499. He says, Corvette, Corvette are the words in the song he always dances to. Ah, okay. I will and have to watch the videos to know that. <laughs> and now it comes full circle. There we go. But the Steelers do win the AFC North. Dave, it's their ninth division win since the creation of the AC North in 2002, correct? If I counted right. There you go. And <laughs> it was, I miscounted. And it's the last time it's, it's the last time since 2017. And it keeps the streak alive that no team has ever won the AFC North three years in a row. I won some money tonight. Thanks to those Raven fans. I know that took me on the bet when I said, I bet you 20 bucks. The Steelers win the AFC North this year. And they said, I'll take that bet. Ha ha. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get <laughs> and perfect on cue. Nick Hancock, $5 dilly dilly. Amen, brother. Dilly dilly. Indeed. Let's talk about this game. We break it down as we always do. We start with the offense and then we go over to the defense in part two. Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, 34 for 49. I wish I had the split between first half and second half, but I don't have that in front of me. Throws for 342 yards, a seven yard average, three touchdowns, no picks. Well, he was sacked one time for a 109.4 rating. Guys, it's the tale of two halves. We're going to be talking about that a lot. How do you grade BTR? What about you, Brian Anthony Davis? You know, I'm going to have to just forget about the first half here when I'm can giving you, grades. Can you? Yeah, well, I, I have his first half stats if you want it real quick. Well, okay, do, do, yeah. that, do that real quick for Brian does because I think yeah. it's important. Yeah. 11 for 20 for 91 yards in the first half. Okay, so he did 91 yards in the first half. 11 yeah. for 20, and then he finishes with 342. I think that was the number. Um, yeah, 342. So, Brian, you say you're not going to look at the first half. That's Okay, that's fine. Go ahead. 
You know what? I'm going to, he's not getting an A, but he's going to get a B. And the reason he's going to get a B is because it's not how you start. It's how you finish. But sometimes when you start off poorly, I understand you don't have enough to finish, but I loved what I saw from him. I loved, I don't know. I'm sure Randy's going to take credit for the play calling. Ben's going to take credit for the play calling. Um, That's, I mean, he's going to say, oh, I was writing up in the the dirt. And and Randy's like, ah, no, he wasn't. I, I came up with that. You know, who cares? All I know is we've been crying for them to open things up. They started throwing the ball downfield. I hope they remember that going into more first halves. But here's the thing. One thing that stood out to me was the screen game to Connor. Mm -hmm. And the screen game really has been non-existent. So I love that more and more. I just felt like when they got that second touchdown, I thought, all right, here we go. It's it's on like Donkey Kong, and I really felt it there. I'm not going to be one that said, "Oh, I knew it all along that they were going to win." Um, no, because there, I one of our uh, one of our viewers texted me, and I said, "Man, if I had somewhere else to, if I didn't have to do this, if I didn't have to talk about this game, I'd be doing something else right now." That's how discouraging I was, discouraged I was with Ben Roethlisberger and the entire team in the first half. But Ben really turned it on, so I want to give him a B. Uh, and we just found out viewers that Brian Anthony Davis texts viewers of the show all the time. So if you want his personal cell phone number, hit up Dave Schofield at super Steelers, <laughs> super Steelers, dad, father, son of the year, of the year. star Wars, lover, Avengers, rock.com at gmail.com. Okay. <laughs> Dave Schofield, what's your grade of BTR? Okay. Hear me out. I'm hearing. <laughs> you know it's going to be good when it starts with hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> you get to three. A three? Yes. You remember back in, I, I don't know, you guys have kids. Where yeah. where I, I don't know with, with, with the school that you guys go to, uh, how they did the grading, but a I lot of the times kids don't, kids don't get start to get letter grades or, number, or other things until they're a little bit further on in school. But in early on in elementary, they give them the, you know, you might not even have covered that area so it'll be blank. You'll get a one if you're really deficient or two, you really need improvement. Then you have a three that you're adequate and you're making improvements. And then you've got the four where it's excellent and completely mastered. So I'm going with the three, what Ben did by looking at the whole game, what he did the whole game was adequate. And what he did in the second half was make great improvements. So a three I, is that perfect grade for him. We asked to give a letter grade. And you, you can't say a letter it. grade. It's you always been a letter grade. There's grade. never been anyone on this show, whether you go back to when Lance Williams and I used to do it, has <laughs> ever given a number grade in the grade section. But I, I, I tell I, you I, what. That's a Dave Schofield answer if I've ever heard. <laughs> I, you know, I get crucified when I go ahead with BJ Finney a couple of weeks back. But he, here's here's the thing: I love it. But if they would have lost that game, we would have killed Dave for that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. You're lucky they won. Uh, for me, I'm going to give him a, a. I think it's a solid B. Is fair. You can't ignore the first half. And I know Brian. I get Brian's justification of what he said, but in my opinion, you cannot ignore the first half issues. And it wasn't all Roethlisberger, but a large part of it was. But then he comes around in the second half and just completely looks night and day different. Huge win. I give him a B. Let's get some lives, uh, super chats here before we get move on. Varus Lovett gives us three ninety nine. TJ Watt definitely deserves Defensive Player of the Year. Hard to disagree. I think he had two sacks, four fumble. That was a good game. We'll get to them in, in a little bit. Uh, Edward Dresher gives us $2. Said, needs Spillane. Avery looks like he's running in mud. 
Uh, Williamson, I think, is doing a fair job. You, you can't have he and him and Vince Williams. Like those are those are two guys that are not uh they're too much alike. You know, I, I think that you need someone else in there. But still, we'll get to that. Again, defense is in a little bit later. Steel Dog 88 gives us another two dollars. Ben's arm looked toast in the first half. What happened? Again, I wish I knew. I really wish I knew. Uh Hillbilly Magnum 2017 gives us $5. Great second half Steelers onto the Super Bowl. Boy, it's a it's amazing what a great comeback <laughs> win will do for a fan base. John McCann gives us uh five euros. I don't know what we're calling those. What will it take to keep Mike Hilton? I'll give you a quick answer. A lot of money. Um it's gonna he's gonna he's gonna get a payday and he deserves it. He absolutely deserves it. Machu Lao, who's always chiming in, he gives us twelve dollars and three cents. I love it. Well, well, well. Did that prediction tip last week really help? I think so. Congrats to the Steelers and Steeler Nation for winning the North. By the way, check Juju's TikTok now. Team Corvette times two, one, not done. That's the slogan that's on the shirts. By the way, the AFC North Championship shirts say one W O N, not done. Ooh, I like. Not bad. It's, it's not a bad saying. It's not a bad shirt. I like the uh, steel. We run the North. That was my. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Getting bent with Bo. Good to see you again, Bo. He's a longtime viewer of the show. Well, <laughs> WTF first half, LFG second half. If you don't know what those mean, Google them. And I agree, Bo, absolutely 100%. <laughs> All right, let's get to the next player or players in the box score. We'll go down to the running game. What a, what a story, what a stat line. Listen to this stat line. This Pittsburgh Steelers rushed 14 times for 20 yards. <laughs> A 1.4 average. They do get a touchdown with a long run of 12. James Conner had that run. He leads his team in rushing five carries for 20 yards. Deontay Johnson, one carry for two. Benny Snell Jr., six carries for zero yards. Roethlisberger had minus two yards on two carries because of the kneel downs. Guys, what in the world did we witness in the running game? Oh, my gosh. Brian, grade the running game. <laughs> do I have to? <laughs> <You'll be happy. laughs> Um, I still, I got to give him a D plus. I mean, I wow. liked having, I liked having, having Connor back there, but, uh, you know, love the touchdown, but really the big problem well, is when you've got first and uh, first and goal. Well, let's do it this way. Hold on. Hold on. Bro. I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to bring something up. You talked about the short passing game. James Connor did have five catches for 45 yards and a long of 10 on five targets. I wonder if we can, if we're grading the running backs, you can add that in there too. Just saying that. All right, then I will go ahead. I, I like, I like Connor in this game. I actually yeah. really did. I did not like Benny Snell in this game. Uh, last week, I liked Benny Snell in that game. Um, so let's go ahead and change it to a C minus. Okay. But I really thought, uh, here's the big deal though. When I, that game seemed lost to lost to some when they uh, when they did not go for the field goal. I'm glad they didn't go for the field goal because if they go for that field goal in that situation, instead of going for it on fourth fourth and goal, I don't know if that comeback uh, happens because of the way the defense stepped up and where they had the field position there. So I, that might I mean that's ifs and buts and candy candy and nuts. I get it, but. All I'm saying is when you can't get in from there, your running game is the one that's keeping you away from getting in those short yardage situations. And so the running game is still killing this team. Um, they've got to find a way around that. Dave grading the running backs, AKA James Conner. 
All right, I'm going to give them a one. No, I'm not going to give them a one. <laughs> You're going to confuse I'm, the heck out of people. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 I'm going to go. I'm really going to go with a D plus, and it's not even as much of on the running backs themselves. Um, Jeff, you said it perfectly during the game, so I'm going to say it and I'm going to lead it into you for you to say it. You're like Benny Snell can do the things. Some of the some of the same things that they were trying to do with James Conner, they just don't. They just don't. When they had Benny Snell in the game, like on on, on the goal line, when they when they got when they didn't score, and they're like sending him out wide on that thing, they don't use him. They're not going to throw him the ball there, and it's not that he can't. They just don't. But when James Conner's in the game, they will use him in that way. So yeah. you were saying that's a complete waste to have Benny Snell and split him out wide because. The Steelers have never, ever, have they, I mean, as far as I can remember in in two years, ever thrown him the, the ball in that situation. So I was very strange how they were using their guys, and the Steelers were down. They needed to get back in this game. And once they were back in the game by, by throwing the ball when they had it on that last drive and they needed to get some first downs, it made sense for them to keep passing the ball and they sprinkled in the run when they had to. And it, they, they did, I mean, they almost sealed it themselves outside of the two minute warning. So, but it wasn't really, it wasn't the run game that got them there. It was, a, it was diversity in the passing game. So that's why I'm going with the great I am. I'm going to go with a C minus believe and hear me out here because I, I do. I saw in this game, and that's what I was talking about when I said to Dave, I feel that Benny Snell can do everything that James Conner can do. He can do everything that James Conner can do. The only area where he might be lacking is blitz pickup. And I thought that James Conner and the running backs did a good job on blitz pickup. When the, when the Colts did blitz, they only got to Ben one time. That's a big part of this thing. If they can start to, and, and I'll, let's be clear, Brian brought it up. If the Steelers can start to utilize their running backs out of the backfield, that can be a huge help for this team moving forward. If you look at the teams they would be playing in the postseason, a lot of them like to bring pressure. That can break the back of a defense if you can just swing it outside. You saw it with James Conner. I'm going to give him a C-. They didn't run the ball that many times. I mean, they didn't really give it an opportunity to open up, and I don't think they ever planned to. They'll never tell you this. I don't think the plan going to this game was to run the ball unless they just were trying to kill the clock. You would love to have the opportunity to do that, which they did have, and they, they weren't able to get that. That's a completely different – well, hey, Dave talked about it in the Stat Geek podcast last week. The The weakness of this Colts defense was in their secondary, so that's why they wanted to throw the ball. So I'm going to give them a C. I, thought the, I didn't think the, bags, the, the backs were as bad as we all thought. Let's get to some super chats here. Isaac Aguilera. He gives us five dollars. Says, imagine agreeing with Romo on if you throw it deep, you open up everything underneath. Great win. Need more of this. I don't like to agree with Tony Romo on anything <laughs> because I can't stand <laughs> the guy. Uh, Steel Dog eighty eight gives two dollars. Thoughts on number forty nine Marsh. That's Cassius Marsh on special teams. Let me just say this. I know defense. I noticed him, <laughs> and if I notice him, it's either for good or bad. I noticed him for good reasons. He was the one that had the big hit on a this i think it was the opening kickoff return of the second half um so there you go uh guys any thoughts on marsh while we're talking about it real quick brian yeah he stood out and uh, i was like "Ooh, how about that there's here's another here's another guy that could be a help what about you dave he didn't kill us 
<laughs> Thank you, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> Mark Davidson gives us five dingo dollars. He says, move over Paul Blart. That's Paul Blart, the monk. I said, I'm gunning for your job. I was scanning both monitors with the Jets and Steelers with great success. Go Steelers. Got it. Got it done. He he was giving our Slack channels like in-game updates on the uh, Browns and Jets. <laughs> Obviously, the, the Jets find a way to beat the Browns, and now all of a sudden the Browns are wondering – if they're going to even get into the playoffs, which is incredible. We'll talk about that a little bit down the, down the road here. Let's get to the receiving core. Juju Smith-Schuster, nine catches for 96 yards. Dave, so close to breaking the 100-yard plateau. Deontay John, that was on 13 targets, by the way. Deontay Johnson, eight for 75 with a touchdown, 14 uh, targets. Chase Claypool, four catches for 54 yards on six targets. Eric Ebron and Chase Claypool had that drop on the goal line. That was tough to swallow. Eric Ebron, five for 47 on seven targets. He did have a touchdown. James Conner, as I said earlier, five for 45. James Washington, two for 20. Vance McDonald gets on the stat sheet, one for five. So they did spread the ball around a lot. Guys, if we're grading the receivers, what grades are you giving them? Go ahead, Brian. Can I go with a B- minus on them? I, you know, I thought... Uh... I thought they were playing hard. I mean, it might be, maybe, maybe it's a less. I took Dave's line, play hard. Play hard. Um, <laughs> you know, I thought Ben was more of the reason in the first half that the receivers were struggling. I did not see many egregious drops. So I'm actually, yeah, I'm going to pump that up to a B. I thought they did a lot of things. Yeah, that drop by Claypool, that was a pretty big deal. And I get it, but I really like this group. And I really think that, uh, that you need each and every one of them, but you can get every one of them are hungry enough to step up. And I liked all of them in this, in this game. All right, Dave, what grade do you give the wide receivers? Yeah, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them a B plus because they, they stuck, they stuck with it. Like Brian said, a lot of the, the, the passes just seemed off from Ben Roethlisberger early. And there was still even some off passes occasionally in the second half, but, you don't have to complete a pass every time um, to, to still move the ball if you're making plays otherwise. And I felt that they they didn't, other than the Claypool not pulling in that touchdown. But like I like Brian said, I agree. If that if it doesn't play off in that manner, I don't know if the Steelers get back in the game or not because it played out the way it did, and I'm just happy for it. So I think they did a great job, especially as the game went on, of when Ben started to do these things that they didn't let him down. I'm going to give him a, a, a B, and I'm, that's kind of status quo right now, but I'll tell you what, and I said this on Twitter, and I said this uh, audibly to whoever was listening. The Steelers receivers were getting visibly frustrated in the first half with the passes. I mean, they, they were – to me, it was – blatant if i can notice it on television everyone else can notice it. i mean chase claypool deontay johnson even juju smith schuster eric ebron occasions they're like what in the heck is going on definitely took advantage of the opportunities it's now two weeks in a row we have not been talking about drop passes i knocked on wood for all those superstitious fans out there thank you i'm doing it too and um, so that's a good thing. So I think they're heading in the right direction. The receivers were not the issue in this game. Other than the Claypool drop, I thought they played a good game. Ryan O'Toole gives us $2. He said, TJ gets put in a sleeper hold and still no flag. What do you say, Dave? They are not they calling it on not pass draw. They're not going to draw. The NFL was not calling holding calls on pass plays. And only in, not. 
And only in Steeler Nation will you get Ryan O'Toole's message for $2 and then follow it up with John Knox's $2 for an A, a for the refs helping us out. <laughs> <laughs> so one guy says, oh, they screwed, they screwed us. The other guy says, well, they actually helped us out. So, yeah, there were some questionable calls on both sides for sure. Benjamin Potter gives us $1.99. He said, what do you guys think uh, Tomlin said to Ben at half? I don't think he said anything. I mean, my gosh, you don't, you shouldn't, that's not a situation in my opinion where a coach needs to give a veteran, a 38 year old quarterback that's been to three Super Bowls. You don't need any pep talk. That's just my personal opinion. Um, guys, you might disagree and think that he's, he's, he's not going to threaten to bench him either. I mean, come on, Dave, do you I, think I know, what I, I know what I would have said to him? What's I that? Said, I would hard. Play hard. No, I would have <laughs> said just simple. Hey, second half. Go show the world who you are. Yeah, can't can't get any worse. Are you are you this guy that was that that was the way you played in the first half? Is that who you are? Is that Ben Roethlisberger, or are you something else? Are you the guy that that led them early in the season to all those wins? What about you, Brian? Would you have said anything different if you're Coach T? I don't think Coach T said a word. No. I think one of his receivers. Uh, may have yelled at him <laughs> and uh, you know in my head i think hey you call players meetings you talk to us about being accountable what about you being accountable why do i have that as a scenario maybe i watch varsity blues way too often but maybe <laughs> i'm th i'm thinking that it's like hey we're doing it too here so you know captain be the captain who knows? That might have not happened. This is scenarios that happened in my little Johnny world. Moxon. <laughs> you just got me on Friday Night Live. I'm sorry, Varsity Blues. You got me on Varsity Blues, man. All right. Anyways, uh, let's get to Eric Askew. He gives five dollars. That the bigger question is who's more at fault, the offensive line or the running backs? I really don't see many holes for the backs to run through. It's a good segue good to segue. how we always finish up the offense by talking about the offensive line. Now, in the past, I've broken it down pass blocking and then run game this time. Let's just do it. Let's lump it all together. And again, it's the same old story, same old song and dance as Aerosmith said, couldn't run the ball, but they didn't really try to run the ball. Only give up one sack. Brian, what do you grade the offensive line? I'm going to go with a C because I just don't have enough here. Uh, I mean, like I said, running game stunk. That's what everybody else is saying. The passing game, Stunk at the beginning, but it wasn't because Ben was getting harassed. I mean, I know he was sacked once, but I really don't think he was running for his life. I just thought he was off. So I'm going to let it even it out and say that uh, the pass blocking was maybe a B minus. The uh, run blocking was a D minus. So let's give it a C. All right, Dave, you agree, disagree? Um, That's. That actually is a pretty fair assessment there, Brian. So if you're looking at the two combined, I mean, the run blocking, they're they're still not driving off the ball. I was pretty furious at halftime. Jeff, Jeff can tell you this. I was like, what is going on with this team? They they get called soft and they come out and they were playing really soft. They were just playing soft and just something finally sparked in them to where they started to finally believe again. And it was that, you know, Ben had time to throw the ball down the field. I don't know that he took a lot of time, but I mean, they had that one complete screw up on the blocking scheme with Ben taking the sack and everything. And other than that, he was clean. I mean, he did get hit a few times. So I, I think Brian, I, I like his assessment. I'm just going to say ditto. 
Um, I'm going to actually say C plus because the one thing that I, and this is going back to the, the super chat question, which is who's at fault in the running game, especially Dave was there with me today, watching the game. How many times did, and I'm sure I'm not the only person that saw this. Did we see whether it was Benny Snell, James Connor, they just don't seem to be following their blocks. Well, they're not reading each other. Well, there was a time and it's, it was a James Connor run and it was, it was actually this. Actually, I think Dave, correct me if I'm wrong. This was the final Steelers possession where I said, if Connor goes North and South and runs right off David DeCastro's hip, he gets a first down and the Steelers might never give the ball back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't, he kind of hesitates. He gets tackled. It was like a third and short then, and they don't get it. Cause the next pass was Deontay Johnson. Uh, but still, I think sometimes it's the running backs not reading that the, they don't have the vision at the line of scrimmage. I, I know that's a, that's a been a knock I've had on Snell for a long time. So to go back to that question, I would say that it's, it's a lot of the running backs as well as the offensive line. I, I think a C plus because they did a great job in pass pro today. I thought they gave Ben time. He did it. He had the time to go down the field and that's a really good defense, by the way, gentlemen, that's a yes. really good defense. Yes. Let's not say anything. We haven't said it once. We always want to bash the Steelers offense, but let's also give credit to the Colts defense because they are a really, really good unit. Uh, Frank N. Stein. Got him. 499 tip. He says the incredible Ben. Don't make Ben angry. You won't like him when he's angry. I, I wish it was. I wish that was the case. I really do. But he should have been angry enough after the last three slash four weeks. So, all right. Here's what's going to happen. If you're watching live on YouTube or on Facebook, you're going to stay here because we're not going anywhere. But if you're listening on our audio platforms, which is anywhere where you can get your podcast, if you're a podcast listener, go wherever you can find them. Search Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. You'll find us. Follow and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. We have a lot more content than what you hear right now. If you're listening on the audio side, go over to part two. We'll be right back. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, we're not going anywhere. Stay tuned. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.